This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Gunas all back again with you guys for another episode of our preview series looking ahead to the next Arsenal fixture with the help of some of our members from the Discord server very happy to be joined by Vinny how do you mate you good you well yeah I'm good well I've got C19 at the moment which is annoying but it's the best <laughs> I've felt in weeks because I've got no chemotherapy in me so I feel a lot better lovely stuff mate lovely stuff I mean you've been doing some tactics with Granite Xhaka it looks like in the background is yeah, that is that Add him to the show. <laughs> so, I was like, who is it? And I realised, obviously, it's Granite Jack, and it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. He's lost a fair bit of weight, though, in that uh, sketch that you've drawn, to be fair. But uh, lovely stuff. And uh, great to see you looking fantastic, mate. And uh, hopefully, I'll see you soon this summer is, is a plan that yeah. maybe we can get going with. Fingers crossed. Uh, let's also bring in Rohit. Hey, do well. You good? You, I mean, I'm loving the hat. I'm, I'll be very I'm loving the hat. I, you're using my tactic of covering up a bad hair day, and I can only respect that because I do that pretty much every 8am show. So uh, respect. How you doing, fella? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And it's great to be sharing screen with you. Of course, when uh, Jaka up top and also Benny's mush. <laughs> absolutely the mush the mush. have you have you done the little ends have i spotted that is the camera yeah. giving me enough detail it's, yeah, it's the missus new project that is she started combing it and waxing it up <laughs> yeah I, I wear a hat on a bad hair day as well gotta be done absolutely absolutely <laughs> I only just clocked that. It took me far too long to get that joke. Ridiculous. Making his debut on uh, our TGT preview series is David. How you doing, David? You good? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How's everybody doing? Yeah. Yeah, you're making our beer game look particularly poor. I'll be very honest about that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where are you joining us from, David? Yeah, I'm actually from Bermuda right now. Um, you know, it's been pretty difficult trying to get on one of these live shows because we're about four hours behind everybody. So, yeah. you know, for the morning shows, you know, probably have them wake up maybe like four o'clock. And most of the times when you guys are doing these preview shows, it's usually I'm working. So finally, I'm finally able to make my debut. And it's nice. man. It's nice. Hopefully, you know, you guys have a nice show. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show, David. And uh, I mean, I've seen I've seen you pop up in the chat at a ridiculous o'clock in the morning sometimes for the for the early morning shows. I would say to a lot of our Western listeners, the only time that they're tuning in is when they're coming back very drunk from a night out. That's the only reason. That's the only explanation for coming on to a four a.m. show. And nothing good happens after two a.m. So I dread to think what's going on at four a.m. But welcome to everybody in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well and enjoying your Saturday. Uh, we had an interesting game, obviously earlier in the day, Liverpool beating. Brighton we just watched as well uh, Burnley lose another game uh, to Brentford they've really picked up their form thankfully we've already played them twice uh, both of them twice in fact and then this afternoon before it literally will kick off just after our preview show finishes a very big game in the top four so we're not really going to discuss the top four today because of course the game this afternoon is a massive, massive impact on that. But what we will discuss is what we've come here to talk about, Vinny, and that is Arsenal's game tomorrow against Leicester. There's a little bit of a narrative whenever we play Leicester because of the Madison-Erdegaard uh, argument. But Erdegaard, as you've coined the phrase, uh, is certainly uh, winning, I would say, this season. Despite Madison scoring more and assisting, where I still think Erdegaard's been a better player this season. He, he just he, he makes us tick, Erdegaard. I remember in the... In the summer on one of your transfer shows when everyone was shouting for madison i was like no i want odegaard i want him to stay and then yeah. i was questioned about how much you'd spend for him and i was like 50 60 million and everyone in the box was saying 30 million definitely wrong on willock though so i'm not right on everything uh, but odegaard's class he just he's the one who just gets us going as a team his flick the other day was just unbelievable and mm. I think it's going to be a, a tough game against Leicester. Although they've had a poor season, they've started to hit form. So we need a big one from him. We need a big one from everyone on the pitch tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I love the comment. I think it was from Jonathan in the chat box uh, saying, you know exactly what you're doing with that thumbnail. Yes, absolutely. I knew what I was doing with the thumbnail, putting Madison and Erdegaard in the same show. Uh, Rohit, what's interesting about Leicester is they're quite an unpredictable team this season. They're not the force that they were last year. They haven't picked up as many points. And it looks like the only route for them back into Europe next season is going to be by winning the Conference League, which obviously would put them into the Europa League next season. However, they've still got plenty of players that can hurt us. Jamie Vardy isn't going to be there because he's he's injured and out for the game, but they are a threat still, aren't they? Of course, they see Conference League as their way back to Europa. Um, yeah, most like Europa, because if you would have seen the game uh, midweek, they pretty much played their strongest team. They, mm. of course, have Vardy out. They played Dhaka up front, Patson Dhaka, and their their form has been very iffy this whole, this whole season. If you look stat-wise, Arsenal and Leicester pretty much neck to neck when it, when it comes to the attack. We have scored 41 goals across season. They have, they have scored 40. But when it comes to the defensive front, we have been much better. And it's basically our back four and our goalkeeper that makes a difference in, in, in a big way. But they have plenty of players that can hurt us. Even without Vardy, they have uh, Kelechi, I think, who will be playing up front because Dhaka did mm. play uh, midweek. Then you have Barnes and uh, Lookman or Brighton. Maybe Madison will turn up and Didi, Dewsbury Hall, maybe in midfield. So they have a team that is uh, that on the day can, can be a, can be a trouble. They did beat Liverpool uh, away, I think. So we don't really know which uh, Leicester is going to turn up. Is it mm. going to be that Leicester which got really easily rolled over by us, or it's going to be that Leicester that kind of ended up beating Burnley a couple of uh, you know game weeks back, or the one that kind of like you know, did end up beating Liverpool at home at, at their home? 
Yeah, of course. Uh, they are such an unpredictable side to try and guess what one's going to turn up. But David, the, the difference between that and this game is, of course, we're now at home. Our record at home has been really, really strong this season. Uh, and Leicester's away record, I'm not sure, is is anything to write home about. And we did, as Rohit said, comfortably beat uh, Leicester at the uh, King Power Stadium earlier in the season. The emphasis and the pressure will be on Arsenal to get all three points in this game, especially considering who we've then got to face on Wednesday. And winning this game would probably take the pressure off that Liverpool game uh, quite considerably. Do you look at this and obviously all the other games for the rest of the season as absolute must-wins besides maybe Chelsea and, and Liverpool on Wednesday? Pretty much. I mean, um, when you look at it, maybe we can probably... It maybe maybe mess up maybe one or two games, but other than that, it's really just must win from here. You know, we can't really be in this position that the rest of the teams have afforded us and um pretty much do exactly what they did for us, you know. It's um you know, at this at this point in time, we just need to beat the teams that we are supposed to beat. You know, we've been doing that all season. So um when you look at it, you know, Lesser really should be three points, you know. They haven't really had a great time this season. Maybe in the last three or four games in all competitions, they've started to pick up the wins. But, you know, if you're looking at their form against our form coming into this game today, you know, I would all day, you know, put us up to to probably put maybe two or three goals past them. Um, it probably is going to be a very difficult game. But at the end of the day, you know, I back off 100%. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, I think that we're in a position where every game at home, even against Liverpool on Wednesday, we need to have an element of confidence about our game. We have no reason to fear teams, I feel, anymore. And we've got, we've built that confidence ourselves. Speaking of, of defensive issues, as though, as Rohit brought up regarding Leicester, Vinny, our defence was a little bit shaky against Watford. We have to be honest. Uh, you know, Ben White, Ramsdale had a little bit of a couple of moments. Tierney's not really been in his best form. I thought that Gabriel was okay, but I know a lot of people were quite critical of his performance still against Watford. Are you concerned that Madison and Iheanacho and, and, and co are going to find the little gaps in the armour again on Sunday? I'm always worried when Cedric's playing and. <laughs> although although he's although he's good going forward and I, I like his crossing i always worry about him on the counter with his positioning and he's terrible in the air as well um and for me it's always a worry when we've got him at fullback but then i'd rather him play than us play holding and push white out to the right because when they play together we just can't pass it out of defense um but yeah, mm. it, it, it is a bit of a worry with Cedric in there. If Tommy Asu's fit, obviously we need him to play, but we just need to go out there and play our game. Hopefully they're tired as well from midweek, playing on the Thursday. That's going to hurt them. Um, but yeah, it, I, I am a little bit worried at the back, but I think as a unit we play really well at the moment and we should take them apart. Yeah, right. It's interesting you talking about Lelavini with the the rotation maybe for Leicester and and they're having that Europa Conference League in the back of their minds and recovering from that game because Rohit, we now face three fixtures in the space of seven days and not only that, it's actually within a time frame that's less than a week because it's the late kickoff on Sunday, a game on Wednesday, and then the early kickoff on Saturday. How the scheduling has, has done that to us, I'll never, never know. Well, I think we all really know the answer. But uh, regarding how we need to face and uh, kind of approach these three games, do you think, Rohit, that the Leicester and the Villa games are where we go with our strongest team 
and we've got maybe scope to to change a few players against Liverpool, knowing that's a, a fixture where the expectation isn't necessarily as high, and those games against Leicester and Villa are absolute must wins. Or is it in your mind that we need to go full strength in every single one of those games? Uh, first thing, uh, isn't Liverpool game on Thursday? Is it Thursday? I, I thought it was Wednesday. I'm, I'm going to it, so I hope I've got the day right. <laughs> I really hope I do. Yeah, uh, I will check. Again. Uh, it is on uh, Wednesday. Yeah, quarter past eight on Wednesday. Uh, is, it, oh. is it because it's Thursday your time? Or? Right. Right. When, I think it's 1.30 a.m. for us. So yeah, be it's going to be yeah. Thursday for me. Yeah. So when it comes oh, to rotation... Oh, yeah. a.m. That, oh. all, all the midweek games are actually pretty painful uh, for, yeah, for us. Yeah. Uh, so coming to your original point, when it comes to rotation, I don't think we should, why we should rotate because after 19th March, we do, uh, which is a game against Villa, we again have an international break. We only play again on 5th of April. I think it's again Crystal Palace. Uh, and the amount of games that we have been playing, considering that Leicester did play midweek, I hope we do roll them over tomorrow. And considering that we three games in six, six and a half days is going to be tough, but we should be having enough in our tanks to kind of, you know, just just see it out. And, and the most important thing is who do we rotate players with? Mm. There's no way we can uh, rotate anybody in the midfield. The, our defense pretty much, we, can, we cannot make any tweaks there as well. We have a couple of star boys, star boys on the front. So where, where exactly do we kind of make tweaks at? Maybe ESR Martinelli is, is one is one shout out. I don't think Lokonga can play any of these games because we just cannot take any chance in either Leicester or Villa game. And we, of course, got to keep our momentum up while playing Liverpool as well because we just cannot go in a game with get thrashed at home. And because our, because la, 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 like the point you made, our away, our away home, our away form is around 50% games won, but our home form is 70% games won, mm. which, is, which is quite good. And we have to home games back-to-back against uh, Liverpool and Leicester and Liverpool. So we got to go in Liverpool game as well with with the strongest team with, with the strongest team possible because we should not be getting thrashed 3, maybe 4-0, 5-0 and just kind of losing our momentum, getting defeated at Villa or maybe dro- dropping points in a draw, then going in a big, long break and, you know, just kind of like, you know, just, pe- just, just don't, don't want the you know, season to just peter away. Absolutely. Um, I think that what we and I wrote about this and I mentioned this on this morning's show that when we played Southampton, West Ham, and Leeds uh, in December, and those three games are very in close proximity, I think it was only eight days between them. We used the exact same lineup in all three games. So Mikel Arteta is not, you know, he's not privy to to changing, and he will very much be open to to keeping the lineup the same in these three games. And I would be surprised if he didn't. The only change that I could see is maybe Smith Rowe coming in for Martinelli. Uh, that's the obvious one that you look to. And if Tommy Asu say does get back fit for maybe the Villa game, we could see him returning. But I doubt he'll be thrown in too early because why risk his fitness there's quite a few conversations in the chat box reacting to the discussion surrounding Cedric uh, Olu saying Cedric was poor in a poor defense he has been a good in a good defense stick white beside Mustafi he will be bad as well um Tom uh, in the chat box thank you so much for the nation mate at the pub we kept lauding Cedric for his performance but to a man we knew there was a chance for a Cedric moment he didn't disappoint but at least it didn't cost us this time, yeah, at the end of the game, towards the end of the fixture, he was absolutely blitzed on the left-hand side when he was really out of form and out of, not out of form, but out of fitness. And he was receiving treatment for cramps. That was always going to be a struggle. And now he might have to play three games back-to-back. So there are concerns that I do have. And I suppose, David, before we go into look at the lineups, sticking with Cedric, say if there is an injury issue, 
and I'm giving you kind of the manager's tough job here and say Cedric does face a fitness problem, how do you think we tackle that? Do we go with Ben White playing at right back again and bring Holding into the lineup? Do we go to a back three and play Tavares kind of a right wing back position? Do you bring someone else into the team? How would you approach trying to deal with a possible Cedric ad, uh, absence? I mean, surely you have to put Ben White at right back and bring Holden in, you know, because I like this. And this is um, kind of, uh, continuity that we've been having this season where we've been playing like pretty much the same, same formation, the same team. Um, I don't really think that there should be any reason to try and change that, you know, just keep it, keep it a back four. We've, you know, that's how we played most of the season. Um, ben White's already done it. Yes, it's against Norwich and they're not a great team right now. But, um, you know, in my opinion, there's no real reason to try and change things right now. Just keep things the way that they are. Try and make as little changes as you can. And, um, you know, just keep the team going, you know, as as, as best as you can. You know, ben, ben White's done a decent job at right back. Rob Holden is a decent player for us. And, you know, if we need to just put him in for one or two games potentially, then, you know, I think that's what you pretty, pretty much should do. Absolutely. Let's go to the lineups. Before we do, though, please, if you aren't already dropping a like on the video, please do and subscribe to the channel if you are new. If you'd like the chance to throw your opinions out here on the show in our preview series as well, you can join up as a member and join our Discord server. Link to that is also in the description. Uh, spoiler alert, we have all picked the same team, uh, unsurprisingly. Uh, you will not be surprised to know that at all. And so we are going to approach uh, the descriptions of our teams in slightly different ways where we talk about uh, different aspects. Vinny, I'm giving you the interesting task of talking about Aaron Ramsdale to kick things off because I had someone tweet me this morning saying, are you worried about Ramsdale? Because I feel his confidence is dropping. I can't give credit because I can't remember who the person was who said it. It might have even been in the YouTube comments. I'll try and grab it while you're speaking. But are you? have you had any concerns raised in seeing some of the, the maybe the passes going a little bit awry? Or do you still think he's as good as he always has been? Never. I, th I think he's just an emotional player. And it, But uh, I have n no issues in Ramsdale at all. I think he's been solid and consistent all year. And 100% he starts every game for me the interesting bit you asked david a minute ago about who you would play um if cedric got injured i would consider playing saka and i know it takes him away from the forward line but i would consider playing saka and making tierney form a back three with gabriel and white and being a lot more defensive and just pushing up down the right wing with probably saka and pepe because mm. oh, saka's class at fullback when he was playing left back, he was unbelievable for us. And I have faith in him doing a better job than probably playing holding in the centre and white out wide. Because when we play that role, we just can't play out of the back because Gabriel can't pass for Toffee at times. And holding as well doesn't have the confidence to play forward. So we just end up going sideways, sideways and sideways rather than being more direct and attacking teams. Um, but... If you do you want me to go through the rest of my the, the team why, why I've chosen yeah go on go on go through the rest of it as well so the the, the back four sort of picks itself if Tommy Asu's fit I play Tommy Asu at right back Jacker and Party what is it ten uh at the last twelve Premier League nine games in a, I think it is ten wins um, ten wins yeah. is it and, ten I thought it was nine I was looking back over it and I counted nine but you might be right but 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 it's it's interesting how Jack is playing higher up now. 
for me, he should never have been the player that comes and gets the ball off of mm. the defence because he isn't the quickest turner on the ball in the world. He's good when he's facing the play and he's dictating his, our passing and being our playmaker, essentially. But for me, at the moment, you don't you don't change what isn't broken. And, and the, this team's just been quality as of late. And people have moaned about Lacazette, but he works his socks off for the team. Even mm. though he's not finishing his chances, he set up two goals last game. And he's been brilliant winning the ball back. And I think if you change Lacazette for anyone, they're just not going to have the hold-up play that he brings to the team. But that puts the responsibility on the likes of Martinelli, Saka and Odegaard to get the goals. I think it's going to be a unchanged team. And that's why, obviously, all of us have, have gone for this as our, our lineup. Rohit, speaking about specific areas, Vinny talked there about the importance of Xhaka and Partey. When we play Liverpool on Wednesday, we obviously didn't have Xhaka and Partey available for the League Cup semi-final defeat. Uh, it was Lukonga playing with Erdegaard and Smith-Rowe in front. How important are those two to the way in which Mikel Arteta wants to play? I think one reason, you know, we all ended up picking up the same team, like David did point out, is continuity. And Mikel Arteta insists a lot on that. When it comes to our midfield, especially Pare, and like uh, Vinny, did, Vinny uh, just said, uh, Jaka looks up much, much better up front, rather when he's trying to, you know, chase somebody down with maybe, you know, just just looking for, uh, you know, uh, you know, best moment to make that, make that, make that scissor tackle. And the, the funny thing about Jaka is that he has the highest number of yellow cards uh, for Arsenal this season. I think it's seven. But uh, his only red card in PL is one, uh, in Premier League is one. I think the other one came in the club competition, if I, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to his defensive performance, we all are going to have doubts about him, no matter what kind of performance it turns up. But when he is playing alongside Odegaard up front, uh, touching the uh, the... Uh, the the opposition's penalty box. He looks much better, and we can on we can rely more on Pare to do the to the uh, clean up clean up act behind him, and yeah. especially with White and Gabriel, we also have them playing pretty much as a deep line midfield sometimes. So one of them always kind of have that you know uh, position sense you know where they can actually cut out some long balls if required. So this particular midfield is I don't I don't think needs to be touched at all right now. And if I have to just go through my team real quick, sure. you know, everybody everybody does pick you know themselves up automatically. I'm still eleven clean sheets only behind Edison and Allison, so he's gonna be there. Um, of course, like Vince said, we would have picked Tommy if uh, if he was available, but no point rushing him back and uh, you know maybe leading him leading him to breaking you know him breaking down again. White Gabriel, like I said, they are actually a deep playing midfield when we actually have the ball. And no wonder they actually have the highest number of passes, uh, you know, in you know in in our team, uh, with Gabriel at, at I think 1,238 and White at 1,218, and this kind of talks about how we like playing from back. So Gabriel and kind of White actually does what uh, Mikel wants from them. Tierney uh, has not looked great uh, overall this season. You know, we I, he is in no way in contention for you know best player of the season, but he has highest. Uh, uh, success rate in tackles when it comes to our, ba our back four. So, of mm -hmm. course, he goes there again in there. Jaka Pate, like I already did mention them. Saka, a star boy, eight goal, five assists. What we can, you know, you know what more is there to talk about him. The, the best thing about Saka is that I've never really... I can talk loads more about him, man. <laughs> yeah. 
just going to going back to Vince's point again, I don't think I'll ever play Saka at, at at the back because he currently is top 10 in number of shots in Premier League, and he actually has 59 shots, which is highest in our team. And he also has the highest amount of shot accuracy, and highest number of shots right behind Saka is Partey. And we all know how that goes. So there's no way I'm gonna pushing Saka back. I'll probably, you know, if ever required, I'll probably shift white. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, probably shift white, white or Tavares on on that side. Uh, Martinelli again picks himself five goals, three assists. Uh, always a good shout to replace him with ESR. But then I actually like ESR when he comes comes in later because he also takes the game and also has a, a great a great eye for the goal. Lacazette are most creative attacking midfielder with seven assists. So I suppose he does a lot of dirty work. Uh, around the penalty box. I love that you called him an attacking midfielder. <laughs> That's what he is now, basically. Yeah, he actually, yeah. He actually has seven assists on only three goals. So, you know, and one of them, one of those was Penn. So you have really have mm. to say with, the, you know, uh, a center forward with most number of assists and not the highest number of goals in the team, he actually is playing as a, as a cam. That's mainly because of his, of his hold-up play and also, also link-up play with Odegaard and Saka. So... Uh, he, and he, 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 he actually feeds the wing so well. So, you know, you know, you know, that's pretty much that's what his role is right now. So this team, for me, remains same as, as, as last game. And I would actually keep it, you know, same maybe for next two games as well. Until unless Mikhail wants to change something, which I don't think he will. And barring any injuries. Lovely stuff. Uh, well summed up. Uh, lots of stats. Got to love those. Uh, David, obviously, you've gone for the same team as well. Uh, sticking in the midfield, though, Martin Odegaard, any opportunity to talk about him? Uh, and with it being Leicester, there is the added narrative with the, the Madison debate. Uh, there it is. Lovely stuff. Good timing. Um, how, how impressed have you been with him? Enough, obviously, to buy his shirt. But, I mean, are you happy as we are to see that he was the guy that we ultimately went for in that position in the summer? Definitely. I mean, just like Vinny said, oh, God. Oh, God. This guy's been amazing <laughs> this season. And as much as some people may may try and, you know, play him down and say, well, look, he doesn't have the assists. He doesn't have all the goals. And, you know, that may be like a, a Madison Hayes that he's going to be going up against um, tomorrow. But... What he does for us while on the ball, dictate and play, playmaking sometimes from deep, sometimes in the um, in the final third, especially um, helping that right-hand side. I think he's been a really, really big revelation to our team and a big reason why we've, we've, we've been so dominant, especially in midfield this season, you know. You know, broke here, you know, he took all the, um, you know, he took all the stats, so I ain't really got nothing here to say about him. Um, I would just have to say that that Odegaard is a key piece of our team right now. He he helps us play exactly the way that Mikel Arteta wants us to play, especially going forward. Yes, there is some 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 things that he still needs to work on. You know, shooting. I think sometimes he just needs to put his 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 foot through the ball. He needs to try a bit more to actually um take some shots more at goal. But other than that, you know. Yeah. I like I like what he's doing. I think mostly everybody else likes what he's doing. He's found to turn a lot of people's opinions on him around, especially in the media. But right now, you have to look at him as probably as important as just anybody else on that team. Absolutely. Um, the rest of your team very happy with sticking with what we've got so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only the only problem probably would have been maybe Martinelli and um, Smith Rowe, but other than that, it's like. You know, just like just like the other guys said, you don't really want to be rushing anybody back right now. You know, just just 
this there's there's too many games coming up in a short amount of time. There's too many games until the end of the season. You just don't want to be rushing anybody back. And we've learned that from Tommy Yasu early in the early in the season. So um look, Smith Rowe will get his chance. Um I'm pretty sure that he'll that he'll, you know, find his way into the um into the game tomorrow. But um other than that, you know, team pretty much picks itself. Absolutely. Uh, to round off the show before the half five game kicks off, which I know a lot of people are going to be very keen to be tuning in for because it is a huge match in regards to the outcome of top four. We're going to go to predictions. So chat box, if you have got your school predictions ready, let's start throwing them into the chat box. We're going to kick off uh, in reverse order as per David. Give us your score line and scorers, please. It's a sticky one still. Isn't it? <laughs> um... Look, I do think that it's probably going to be a really tough game, probably tougher than a lot of people probably want to admit. But um, I still go an awesome win. I still, I still think we're going to get the job done. I would go a cheeky two-one, and I would probably go for Lacazette penalty because I don't think that Glass's back line is all that great, you know. Mm. Um. And he's and he's I think tied with the um, most um, penalties won in the Premier League this season. So I expect him to hopefully win us a penalty and then end up scoring the penalty. And other than that, you know, fuck it, look, let's go party. Thirty yard scream outside the box. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Rohit, scorers and scoreline, please, mate. Uh, considering that we have already defeated them thrice in the last four games, and we did defeat them uh, away already this this year. And this season, and they actually did kind of do a one nil honest last year at, at our home uh, with a with a body last goal. Mm-hmm. I think this that's not what happens, uh, you know, in this in, in tomorrow's game. Going by XG 1.4, uh, 1.4 away XG for Leicester and 1.82 XG for for Arsenal at home. I'm gonna, loving I these was, stats, mate. I'm loving them. <laughs> Keep it coming. I, I was tempted to go with a two one, but I think uh, it's gonna be a two nil. I hope we do keep a clean sheet at home. I think uh, the, the the fans kind of you know really yeah. uh, really cheer the team up. We have not kept a lot of lot of clean sheet in the last last two three games, and we actually kind of like you know, are in line to get one soon. And with Wari not playing up there, I think we should be able to you know keep them silent. Uh, another stat, I think, and it's a very important one. Uh, we have basically gone you know I think forty percent of of all our goals this season in the first thirty minutes. And we have conceded for almost 45% of all our goals in the last 30 minutes. So if we can get some quick goals up front and kind of like you know, shut the door after that, I think we'll be good. 2-0, White and Laka to score. Lovely stuff. And finally, Vinny, finish this off. If I ever have an argument, I'm bringing Rohit with me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Rohit Opta, the Opta ambassador. Um, but I'm going to go 2-0 because I can't disagree with the statistic view of Rohit below um, and I'm going to go Xhaka and Emil Smith-Rowe because that's what the song should be. Yeah, lovely stuff. Uh, I'm going to slightly disagree with the stats which goes against my nature I know but I've already predicted a 1-0 although I'm feeling pretty silly about that prediction now. Thanks for that Rohit, much appreciated that but uh, yeah, look, I, I hope you guys are right. I want to see more goals. I want to see us going into this game confidently and coming out with the three points and making another statement in the league. And look, Leicester are no mug so we need to be aware of that fact and they're going to come with quality and, and ambition to try and get a point and, and more than that so we need to be on the top of our game. Let's see what the 
the chat box has said before we wrap things up. Uh, Olu going for a 4-0 win. Love that. Uh, Peeny Ween says 3-3. Tom Sabal going for a 3-1 to the Arsenal. Omar says 2-1 win. I see Rohit and Vinny scoring goal each and David getting sent off and Tom missing from three yards. You've been watching our six aside videos on the Arsenal way, clearly. 2-2 uh, from Marley. Uh, Rob says, I feel a 3-1 for the Arsenal this week. Anthony going for a 3-1 win. Wilson saying a prediction as a 2-1 win as well. Uh, Bobby going for a 2-1 with Saka to get both as well. Matt Thornton says 2-0 to the Arsenal. Floyd says 2-1 to the Gunners. Uh, and Vinny's moustache is a 10 out of 10, says King. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Thank you so much, guys, for all of the comments throughout the show. Sorry that we haven't been able to read out as many of them in the preview shows. Of course, we are mainly doing the main discussions and get your predictions as well. But I'd like to take a second to thank my amazing guest, Chatbox, if you could show them some love as well. Vinny's, thank you so much, mate, as always. And this has been the first time you've been able to come on the show, of course, since we hit that 10K um target and it's gone past that as well it's been great to, to see that keep continue to rise yeah no amazing the amount of money that was raised and that that money raised will run the forum for mcmillan for a, for a month and that's saved so many people's lives and it's been massive in making me positive and putting me in contact with people who have also been suffering from the same disease. But mm. yeah, no, been really enjoyable show. David, well done for your debut, mate, and great for volunteering without me pestering you in the Discord. <laughs> Put yourself forward. You got in there early. It was like, I don't need to be pestered. I'm just going to come straight on. <laughs> Get on the beach, mate. Get on the beach. That's where I'd be if I was in Bermuda. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Uh, thank you, Vinny, as always. Rohit, absolute pleasure to have you on. I hope your hair is looking better next time so you can unveil it. But uh, we've appreciated the stylish hat in any way. <laughs> Thanks, mate. And and big cheers to Win and to the Macmillan Foundation. I'm going to drop in one more stat before you kind of like wrap me up. So currently looking at the number of games that we have left, we need 1.69 points per game to actually reach top four if 70 is a cutoff. But if we win tomorrow's game, that drops to 1.52 PPG needed per game. So, you know, that's basically like we just need to win half of our remaining games. So, so yeah, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, you're not setting up for a fail at all. I love it. Uh, thank you so much, Rohit. As always, pleasure to speak to you again. And thank you, David. Fantastic debut, mate. Hope it's given you the confidence to jump onto another one soon as well. And uh, yeah, as Vinny says, get on the beach, mate. We're stuck in cold England here. Use use your environment, fella. <laughs> Try us. Look, 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 look. It's just Donny Road here, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, yeah look, look, obviously, look, obviously, um, you know, thanks, thanks, you guys. You know, it's, um, it's some nice, nice, you know, a nice little thing right here that's happening right here. So, um, you know, thanks for the opportunity. You know, I really had a lot of fun. You know, I was, I was a little bit nervous starting off, but, um, look, as, as long as you've got, you know, you guys putting me on, you know, everything's straight, you know, bro hit. Stop man doing it all because make a smile and all that so it's been it's been it's been a nice experience appreciate it absolutely my pleasure mate and yeah as david says there it's once you do your first one it's easy and uh, you gain that confidence coming on throughout so if any of our members have been ifing and erring about whether or not to come on hopefully this gives you the incentive to show that it's uh yeah it's a lot more easy than you think and uh, you just need a camera a quiet place to record a mic that usually can be attached to your headphones is fine uh, and if you'd like to come on the show as well with obviously jacker in the background a stick man picture <laughs> of course um but if you would like to come on and you're not yet a member link to being a member 
number is in the description. Uh, sometimes it doesn't work on your phone, so you might have to chuck on your laptop to have a go. But uh, yeah, it's well worth it. And joining the Discord server, even without coming on, is, is definitely worth it, as these guys will, I'm sure, support. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed it. Go and enjoy this afternoon, this evening's game. If you've already watched it and you're watching this on playback, hopefully we've got the result that we need, which is probably a draw. Um, a Man United win, if not, never want Spurs to win. So, uh, yeah, a Man United win or a draw, thank you very much. We'll see you again very, very soon tomorrow morning for the 8am show. And then there will be a reaction show tomorrow to the game. It will be later on in the evening, though, uh, as the end of the game against uh, Leicester finishes my six-a-side game start. So uh, there will only be a reaction show, probably about eight o'clock-ish, nine o'clock-ish max. So do tune in for that. We'll see you soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.